Good afternoon, Fabcasters. This is our bar with the drive time. I'm driving on new tires. Such a score today because I, or instead of having a shop change my tires, which would have been about 489 bucks for four tires, mounting and balancing, and then Costco was 511 for the type of tires that I that I want. Low profile tires, not because I want those tires, but it's what came with the car. 225, 45, 17 for those of you who changed tires. So I went on YouTube and I looked at how to take a tire off of a rim using the, the machine. I was like, dude, I can do that. No problem. I haven't worked on cars like this since the 90s. But I got the tires for 57 bucks a pop on Amazon Prime. I showed up at the door and I paid three bucks to go use the, the uh, self-serve tools at the at this facility across the street from my house it was amazing but I'm putting one of the tires back I needed help I was like I forgot the step and I wasn't gonna go back in the car and get on YouTube I just so I asked the, the one of the workers there hey can you help me put this back on so he he throws the tire on the machine and he, he does it in haste I don't know if he was showing me how how good he is at this but it was cockeyed. It didn't. It didn't seat right. So when he stepped on the pedal that made the tire rotate to put the, to to set the tire, it lifted up and this thing took a chunk. It, it was like it took a chunk, a big scratch. Chunk is too. That's not the right word. It scratched the rim and it and it tore the bead. And I'm sitting there thinking like, oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing for you. You just ruined my tire and you just ruined my rim. But the guy was, yeah, I didn't feel like I had to say anything because I've been delivered in this area. I was more just in shock of like, what just happened? And I felt bad for the guy and I was waiting to see what he would do, but he didn't do anything and he didn't say anything and he was kind of hoping that I wouldn't notice, but I was standing right there. And then I was thinking about different, now this, these were fleshly thoughts that came to my mind. It's well, you're gonna pay for that, right? And, or or um, even worse yet, probably the worst thought I had was, well, I could sue you. <laughs> like, silly, right? Uh, a believer should never think like that. Um, so, and I did have another thought of like, well, you're not gonna charge me for using the machine, are you? Or for, or for balancing the tires. But none of that came to my mind because this, this phrase, came to my mind that really delivered me and it saved me in the midst of this little situation. And it's a message I sent to my niece when she graduated from, from high school, if you, you saw that YouTube video that I made. And it was, don't make something that doesn't matter most matter more. And so that, as that was cycling through my mind, I'm thinking, okay, he scratched my rim, he, he, he ripped the tire. Um, does, does that matter most? Does this tire matter most? So I was able to, my blood pressure came down. And I said, no, this doesn't matter. Plus, I mean, this shouldn't be my ma my main motivation, but it didn't affect the tire. It was still able to, to hold air. And yeah, the tire, the rim is scratched, but who cares? Like this doesn't matter. This shouldn't take my joy. This shouldn't have dominion over the way I feel. And I'm definitely not going to walk around in bitterness and say, you owe me. It's, I don't think a 
a believer. I don't think any of us have the right to say anybody owes me anything because, well, if Galatians 2 is true, then I've died to myself. So I don't need to defend myself. I don't need to stand up for my quote-unquote rights. It's just everything doesn't matter anymore. It was so cool. And I know when people hear this, I know everybody's dying to have this type of freedom. Like the type of freedom when someone can scratch your rims, if you're a car person, and you can say, well, thank God I'm not bringing that with me. Thank God that I make what matters most matter more. And that does not matter most, so it doesn't matter more right now and right right here. Right here and right now, it's done. And so I just drove off and I was able to share the victory with, well, with my wife and then I shared it with my friends and I was like, this is so cool that someone could break something of mine that I own and and it, it didn't do anything to my soul. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't make me quote unquote make me angry. It, was, it just made me reflect on this gospel that I've been preaching, and that I never. I'm set free to never make something that doesn't matter most matter more. And if I did make it matter more, when it didn't matter most, that's the definition of idolatry: taking something and making it an ultimate thing, or or taking something and. Um, and acting like my joy should depend on me having non-scratched rims. You know what I mean? So uh, I heard Tim Keller talk about idolatry like this, and that's the degree of which my emotions are raised when something's taken from me um, is an indication that something is an idol in my life. Those are my words, but the degree of emotion that I... that spurns from within me when something is taken from me indicates whether or not it's an idol. So let's just say uh, I didn't get into the, the school I want to. I didn't get the job I wanted to. And when that was taken from me, I just was crushed. Where I was just so bummed out. It's probably that job is probably an idol in my life. But if there's no emotion there, the, the degree of which I'm moved about it is, is no. Okay, then it's probably not an idol. Um, if if my wife says or acts a certain way, and I get all emotional and I get all twisted, and then I'm thrown off emotionally, it's probably an idol. It's probably an idol. Like if I if I believe the lie that my wife owes me something, and she wasn't giving me something that I believe she owed me, I got all emotional. I got all twisted. That's an idol in my life. But if she can be free to be who she is and talk how she talks and you know, all, all those things and, and, it, and it didn't affect me, then I know it's not an idol anymore. I'm not affected by it. And that's a freedom that I think everybody wants. So, anyways. <laughs> and as I'm saying this, some, some dude just, I don't know what it is, but they fly past me I'm going the speed limit here. I'm even going a little bit above the speed limit, but the dude just flew right, he was tailgating me and he flew right past me. That, that's an idol for that guy. The freeway is an idol factory. And some people think that they need people to be perfect drivers or drive a certain way, otherwise they're not happy. Well, if you need traffic to flow perfectly, and if you need people to drive how up to your standard, in order to be happy, you have an idol. It's called the idol of flowing traffic or whatever you want to call it. Um, 
but the but the freeway is a is a constant sanctifying thing for a lot of people in this area. Like if they get all emotional, if they get all twisted because traffic or because bad drivers, then I'm cur- encouraging you, drivers. That's a that's a poor idol to have. That's a false god. That's a cheap god to be worshiping. Uh, perfect drivers and free free flowing traffic. Anyways, the theme of today. Don't make something matter more that doesn't matter most. And with that, love you, Fabcasters. That's why they share the. That's why I share the gospel. That's why I share my life. Love you. Peace.